doing? Friday night, it's the final hour, Travis. Hope you got a good weekend lined up. Got a good show for you. Got Mitchell Henderson coming on, and we're going to talk about some survival and prepping and um, just all sorts of good topics with that. So uh, we're going to get into that. A um, couple quick announcements real quick. I, know, I don't mean to harp on it, but the new chat room is starting to be a little more active. Final hour chat, all lowercase, final hour chat dot chatango.com c-h-a-t-a-n-g-o dot com chatango and shoot me an email if you want fhhost at protonmail.com all lowercase fhhost final hour host I couldn't get Travis at Proton anyway so a couple things yeah been an interesting week for me Got home, got to talk to some people, um, went on Nick Landholt's show today, that was kind of fun, for about an hour, on the Christian Revolt Radio, so, popped into that. Yeah, man, anyways, you know, in my opinion, uh, COVID was a big test run, and, you know, they were kind of seeing how far they could push it, and what people would comply with, and it was pretty darn successful in a lot of ways for them, um, Maybe not so successful in other ways, but, uh, you know, we can all sense there's a little bit of danger in there. There's uh, definitely a lot of things going on that we're obviously not too happy about. You know, one is the uh, invasion going on at the border. I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush. That's what it is. Um, you know, the way they're uh, targeting white people with this, you know, you know anti-white uh, rhetoric out there. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. The sexualization of kids, of everything, you know, the whole um, tranny tranny movement, you know, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. So, anyways, things could go sideways in so many different ways. And I just wanted to have you know kind of a practical talk and talk to Mitchell, who's got you know, a lot of life experiences with um, law enforcement, military, who's, you know, kind of lived this life, you know, and let's just talk about some practical um, thoughts with this. So anyways, you know, if, if things, you know, the end of the world ends as we know it, you know, it's going to be game on in a lot of different ways. We're going to have to have our A game. We're going to have to remain calm. And that's one of the first things the military manuals teach you is you have to get yourself in the right state of mind. You know, in a, in a survival st- situation, you, your mind has to be focused on survival and not getting hurt and prioritizing and strategizing so you're not wasting your energy and, you know, you're not doing anything risky or or stupid to get yourself killed. Because if it's you in the elements, um, you know, if you if you don't bring your A game, more than likely you're not going to come out of it. So, so anyways, that's what the, uh, the manuals all say is you have to have this mentality and so that's probably a really important thing uh hopefully mitchell can elaborate on is just the mentality of this um like i said this construct has been forced upon us i don't think any of us want this um you know one of the uh one of the fans out there sent a um a link to the first 15 minute city i uh in the u.s and it's in uh tempe welcome to cul-de-sac tempe and it's the first car-free neighborhood built from scratch in the U.S. And 
you know, I don't know if you've been to Phoenix, Arizona, Tempe area, but it's pretty spread out. It's pretty big. Well, anyways, they got this little cluster of apartments and I watched their little promo video and it looked like a, you know, one of those, uh, drug commercials you see on the, um, uh, evening news, you know, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, but anyways, that's what they envision for us. And, you know, it's going to be worse than that. Basically, that's just, that's a glamorized version. Um, so anyways, you know, there's a lot of, lot of things that could happen. We're, we're kind of being, uh, targeted with this economic warfare, you know, this, uh, inflation, stagflation, uh, you know, cost of living going up, cost of everything going up, the quality of our products going down, customer service going down, um, quantity of product going down. Um, so, you know, we got a, we got a rough road ahead of us and if thing, if the plug ever does get pulled, it might get pretty bad pretty quick. And so it's not a topic I've talked about a lot yet, but I have wanted to get into it. And if it does get bad, like I said, it'll be two, three, four days before it's, you know, game on. And it's going to be riding in the streets. Again, I don't think any of us want to see this. So, but the way things are going, we might as well be prepared to talk about it have a rational discussion about it. We'll take calls at the, you know, second hour. Let Mitchell and I bring out some of these topics and take calls second hour. So if you want to call in, more than welcome to. You guys all got the number. I'll read it to you in a minute. <clears throat> Anyways, one thing with the economic warfare, um, in the Great Depression era, there were actually industri- industries and certain skill sets that were able to um, – do better than others. So, you know, while we have the ability to research this stuff now and educate our stuff and, and uh, buy books, and we should be doing that. So any type of skill set you might have, like electrical work or woodworking or, you know, whatever, you might want to buy some books on, you know, constructing cabins or, you know, little uh, greenhouses or, you know, or have these thoughts in your head, you know, some of the tools you know, extra hardware, screws, nails, stuff like that. That stuff might become very valuable overnight. You know, that might be our new system of currency um, as a barter system. We might be, you know, valuing, you know, uh, in a dollar sense, maybe a, a box of screws. It's worth 50 bucks or, you know, two dozen eggs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So it's, you know, it's out there, you know, it's just something to think about, you know, some things are cheap, some things are, will really be needed. And if you can have the foresight to buy those things that are cheap and have a surplus of them, big lighters, you know, everybody's going to want to start a fire at some point, even though fire is a dead giveaway in a survival situation, especially if you're being chased or hunted. <laughs> Mitch and I will get into that, but, uh, yeah. So anyways, just, you know, that's why I wanted to bring this stuff out. Just, you know. No fear. Every, everything's, you know, it is what it is, you know. I think, uh, you know, without a massive repentance, without a massive cleaning up of, of the moral degeneracy and the communitarian law, the Noahide laws, the Talmudic laws that are run in this country, then, you know, this is, this is what's in store for us. So, you know, that's the reality. So, anyways, did Mitchell call in yet? Not yet, so we'll just keep talking. 
anyway, I've been watching some good videos. We got a pen and paper and want to take some notes. Um, there's a couple of YouTube channels to check out. One called Grand Thumb, G R A N D Thumb, T H U M B, Grand Thumb. So check him out. He's got some uh, pretty interesting videos on how to um, track and not be able to be tracked and you know how to move through the mountains and how to um, evade you know evade people and camouflage and it's all really kind of important topics you should you know at least familiar yourself with as much as possible um, so grand thumb on YouTube and the other one I highly recommend so it should be easy for most of you Mossad M-O-S-S-A-D, Mossad Ayub, A-Y-U, no, excuse me, A-Y-O-U-B, Mossad Ayub. He teaches more of, you know, personal defense, how to carry, um, how to shoot, what to do afterwards, you know, in, in, in our typical framework where we're living in now. Just just a whole bunch of big, different, different uh, topics about, you know, concealed weapons and um, close quarter combat. So he, I thought his video is pretty interesting. He's been training for a long time. You can find some videos that were probably recorded in late 80s, 90s. <laughs> so he's been around for a while. All right, Mitchell's here. But, yeah, check out those two channels, Masada Ayub and uh, Grand Thumb. Mitchell, how you doing? Welcome. Glad you could make it. Good. Good. Glad to be here. Cool, man. Yeah, I just got done kind of introducing what we talk about and how uh, – how we'd approach it and, you know, just kind of a big overview. And I was kind of just stressing the importance and, you know, I've read, you know, the SAS survival guide and some, you know, army ranger survival books or whatever, you know, I've just scanned through them, but you know, they, the very first thing they talk about in these survival books is the mentality you have to have. And, you know, like putting yourself in a, in a state of mind that you are going to survive, even if you're the last survivor of this group and, you know, just a real tough mentality. And uh, I think that's pretty valuable if we ever come to these um, days of just kind of prepping yourself mentally to be able to handle it. Well, I think I think uh, it's something something that you know, in my 28 years in the army, uh, if I was to give anybody advice of how to to, to survive the army or to even even uh, uh, get through a single course, like a ranger course or a jungle warfare course or any course. There's just, there's just one thing to always remember. Never quit. Never right. quit. Right. If you have that mentality that you're not going to quit, you're not going to give up, no matter what, then you're going to be there on, on the other side. Okay? Right. So um, you just, just really have to do that. There's nothing that can be thrown at you that, that you cannot uh, survive. You, you would be amazed at what you can survive, okay? But right. you have to have that men- mentality that you're going to survive. You're not going to give up. You're not going to quit, no matter how rough it gets, no matter how much you don't like it, you know? I mean, when, you, when you're in the thick of things, just remember all those times that you were bored to tears. And one day again, if you don't quit, you're going to be bored to tears again. Right. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. That's funny. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you've had a lot of years under your belt, and you've you've seen a lot of things, and and you obviously know and see where this country's going. And we've talked about this in 
personal calls. And, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, the best, best thing you can do is just kind of, you know, accept the reality of it and prepare the best you can. And if you don't need it, great. I don't see it as money wasted in, in a sense. Cause you know, I'm talking about like prepping materials, prepping supplies, you know, having a, uh, a weapon that you can go to or a couple of them or, you know what I mean? Oh yes, yes, yes. It's it's uh, uh, good to have, uh, and, and it's good to be redundant with things. Like, don't have just one method of of, of getting and purifying water. You have redundant methods. So right. if one doesn't work, you have a, you have another one. Or uh, sometimes it's uh, one's not suitable. Like 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 where, where I live, uh, if if I want to, if I'm uh, worried about water. A large uh, plastic garbage bag, one of those green plastic garbage bags, is better than a water filter because odds are I'm not going to run into water. I'm going to have to make a solar still. And, right. and with a big plastic bag, you got two methods. You can just flatten it out and then dig a hole and and uh, put that over, put uh, put that over it and put a cup down in the bottom and put a, a rock in the middle of the plastic bag so that when the sun heats up the soil and brings water up, it'll condense and then it'll run into the, down the, the, the cone into the cup. Okay. And the, and then the other alternative is to tie that bag around, uh, uh, a, a, a tree limb. Okay. And, uh, let, let the water transpire, uh, during the day and just, uh, come out. Okay. It'll right. condense from a uh, vegetation also. Right. So you, there's two ways you can use that that plastic bag, and I mean, what's that cost? I mean, it's, right. it's nothing, you know. Right, you They're get plastic everywhere. I mean, your bed comes yeah. wrapped in it. You know what I mean? Like, I got to save that stuff. So you know, be resourceful. You know, think about you know saving that kind of plastic for that kind of reason. I've definitely saved some. So, oh, yeah, sure, and water sure. is one of your most important aspects. You know, I mean, you're you're not going to go more than 24 hours without having some, you know, starting to suffer some psychological aspects of dehydration. So water is obviously critical for the human, which brings up another thing. To, you know. <laughs> but go ahead. Just remember the, the rule of threes. Uh, you know, last three minutes without air, three days without water, 30 days without food. So that should, in your mind, that should be your priority. The first thing you're going to look for is water. You need right. water. Your your body is seventy percent water, so right. you have to you have to replace that water. Right. And then and then on top of that, you know you you all ha- also have to think about phases, physical phases. So so you know when you're thinking about shelter, shelter is a function of water because you're seventy percent water, and you've got to keep that water. Well, basically at 98.6 degrees, you don't want it to, you don't want to get to, to get hot and you don't want it to get cold. So, uh, you're going to have to have something to make fires with. You, you, you need to have something that you can, uh, shelter in, okay? Right. Or, or know how to make shelters or seek shelter. I mean, you, once again, it's being resourceful. But, right. uh, so, so you, you don't just need to drink water. You got to keep your water at, at the right temperature. You can't let it get too hot or, uh, or too cold. Right. And you're going to want to try to conserve water as much as possible, and especially if you were trying to be evasive and not be found. Um, of course, you know, bringing yourself towards water is going to risk hazard you getting seen. But, you know, if you're in a survival situation, you don't really want to be, you know, out there trying to 
you know, catch a deer, you're going to want to save your energy. And that's what, at least from what I've read and stuff, you're not going to be one tramping around in the middle of the day and, you know, especially, you know, trying not to be detected and stuff. So there's a lot of things well, that go into yeah. that. That's why I've been encouraging people to yes, check yes. out a couple of channels that were uh, talking about this stuff. Right before well, you hopped also on. Also keep in mind, keep in mind, uh, conserving water is also about purifying water. Okay, so you have water filters, or if you can boil the water, uh, it's important not to drink dirty water. It may be right. may quench your thirst right here now, right. but uh, uh, at eight hours or 48 hours out, if it gives you diarrhea and makes you vomit, you're losing too much water. Right. So part of conserving water is making sure you drink clean water. Uh, Yes. And, and, you know, you you can have iodine tablets or uh, Clorox or, you know, uh, boil it or filter it. Uh, If if nothing else, I mean, you could put it through, uh, uh, you know, you could make your own filter, just uh, get sand and charcoal from your fire and stuff and Pack it in there and make the water go through there. It's not perfect, but you right. know anything. Any improvement is good for you. Right, right. I, I can't stress that enough. You definitely don't want to be drinking unpurified water because that's that's going to set you back. You might not survive because right. then then you're not going to be able to get shelter. You know, and I'm talking you know in a survival situation, but still, yeah, you wouldn't want to be bringing tainted water back and have one of your family members getting real sick. And of course there's no medications or a hospital to go to or something, you know, that's one of the things people don't realize is, you know, like if things did collapse, there's not going to be, Oh, we got a break here coming up, but yeah, there won't be, there won't be easy access to many of our amenities. So anyways, we'll be right back. We'll talk some more. Okay. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. (laughs) 
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Some of you are screaming, he's a Jew. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we talked about that. Uh, anyway, Mitchell and I are talking about uh, thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. You know, uh, get what you can now while you can. And one of the things that comes to mind is you're going to want medical supplies first aid kits, if you need certain medicines. Uh, Mitchell, do you have any comments on that? Well, you know, think of it like think of it like this. If you ever watch videos about animals and stuff, I know a lot of people do, uh, and you study predators, you know, uh, predators are actually very cowardly, okay? They, they know that they cannot afford to get injured. They will only attack if they think it's a sure thing. And they're not going to get hurt when when they're taking down the other animal. So so this is you after civilization collapses. Okay, this is you. You have to keep that in mind. You cannot get hurt. If you get hurt, there there is no level one trauma to go to. 
So, so when you're thinking about, you know, you, you've got your guns, you might get in gunfights, you need to avoid gunfights. You need to avoid getting into these things because there is no hospital to go to uh, to get a, a gunshot wound uh, taken care of, okay? Uh, and what, what may be a very survivable wound in these days and times, so that you can rush down to the hospital in the golden hour and they fix you right up, but, but after, after everything falls apart... There will be nothing like that. So, so a survivable wound could be fatal, uh, you know, after the fall. So you can't take those chances and stuff. Okay, you you've got to uh, keep yourself in good shape. Uh, now I've seen lots and lots of gun runs and stuff. And to be honest with you, probably most of the gun runs I saw were 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 actually very minor gun runs. Uh, they, like, they go through flesh. I, like, I saw this one guy, the bullet went along his scapula and just went through the skin uh, along his scapula bone in and out the other side, and all he needed was a Band-Aid where the bullet went in and a Band-Aid where it went out. It had nothing of importance wow. whatsoever. So uh, there's a lot of flesh wounds, uh, uh, and thank, thank goodness, because when people get riled up and you're moving in their action, uh, people don't hit you as good as they they they, they want to, okay. And so uh, those wounds don't get freaked out about those wounds. I mean, you you can pretty much tell if it's serious or not. And you have an, an advantage, like if you had a choice between a a gunshot wound or a knife wound, uh, the gunshot wound is better because that bullet's flying at you know two thousand feet per second. It's screaming hot, and so when it goes through, it's not really introducing bacteria into your, uh, you know, you're breaking your skin barrier with bacteria, carrying bacteria in. Whereas a knife, right. a knife is dirty. And when you stab with it, it's going to introduce uh, uh, bacteria and stuff into your body. So so uh, a, a knife wound is a big problem. You don't want to get cut either because that's, that's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a, a portal of entry for bacteria uh, that breaks into your skin and stuff, and, and, and infections can come on fast. They can, infections can be very brutal. I mean, uh, I've seen people die in one hour from an infection, from the time they felt sick to the time they was dead was one hour. Wow. Um, uh, that's from septicemia. That's from where, where, where they didn't feel sick, but the, 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 the bacteria is building up in their body. But from the moment that they feel sick from septicemia, to the moment they're dead was less than an hour. So uh, wow. these things are not to be fooled around with. So you're not going to go out there and be Rambo. You're going to go out there and be as careful as you can. You you, you need to think about how am I going to avoid shootouts? How am I going to right. avoid gunfights? How am I right. going to avoid getting hurt? You know, that, that that because you don't have a hospital to go to. So so you have to consider that. Uh, that that's looking ahead right there. Is you right. know in your in your plans, it's like safety first and stuff. So uh, it's not about it's not about being brave or being a coward. It's about you know you have to survive. The point is survival. You're not right. out there to to prove anything to anybody. You're out there to live. Okay. Right. So your objective is life. Okay. Right. That's why I was stressing this, these camouflage and concealments and anti-tracking, you know, methods and, you know, spend some time looking into that stuff if you haven't already. So. Oh, yeah. Just, just, uh, just, just, just like practice it stuff. Uh, 
uh, go out like I like like uh, uh, okay. So so when you're when, when say everything's falling apart, you know, and and say you're you're out in the bush. Okay, what what you, what you want to do is you don't want to be seen. Okay, so so when you're walking, when you're resting, uh, you, hey, you hey, don't want to. Mitchell, hold on, we'll come back with this topic. Got a quick okay. break here. Okay, hang All tight. Right. All right. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Seraphine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life. 
and I were talking about a pretty important topic right there is concealment and camouflage and if you are out in sticks you find yourself you know not wanting to be seen you're going to have to go through some lengths to remain not seen and uh, Mitchell what what can you add to that well well the f- first thing is to, to to just remember just remember this if you can be seen you can be hit okay so you always want to you always want to keep that in mind. Even in civilian life, like dealing with law enforcement, uh, the the rule the rule for cops is people get arrested. The people who get arrested are people who attract attention to themselves. Okay, so right. so this applies uh, after everything falls apart. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to attract attention to yourself. So uh, these rules uh, are our life's rules. Okay, so. Uh, Basically, you've got cover and concealment. Cover stops bullets, okay? And concealment is just that you not be seen. So, so, uh, uh, camouflage and concealment is, is important because, well, if they don't see you, they might not even be shooting your direction, okay? But if somebody is shooting at you, then you want cover, okay? So, uh, the principles of camouflage is, just to fit into your, uh, just fit into the, your environment, like your clothes should be, uh, well, you know, in these days you can buy camouflage clothes right. uh, just everywhere. Good you stuff. Know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, and if like you the had thing to is, improvise, you, you might want to buy, oh, you know, extra spray paint to paint your gear. You know, you might have a, yes. a backpack that's black. You know, black doesn't necessarily always fit in as a camouflage. You know, you might want to paint paint things and, you know, uh, firearms. You might not want a big black firearm hanging out there, you know. So you're going to have to think about things like that, even your your body. Um, the, well, well, you're able to recognize faces from a long distance, so you're going to have to mask up your face, right. you know. Right, right. What you want to do is you want to break up the shape. So, so right. when people are looking for you, what they're looking for is the, the first thing they're looking for is shape. Okay, so you want to break up that shape. For example, if you if you ever saw any actual war camouflage on Navy ships, like in World War uh, World War One and World War Two and stuff, uh, all they did is they they put big like a big black stripe and and stuff like that down through the middle of the ship just to break up like somebody's looking through a periscope just to break up the the shape of the ship because 
the, the enemy's eyes is looking, the brain is looking for a certain shape. Well, it's the same with you out in the bush, you know. Uh, it's looking for a shape. So you know how to break that shape up, and you can do that with, like, uh, camouflage clothing does that because because there's not a consistent... You know, say you had all black on, okay, then then that, that black shape of the body stands out. Or if you just break it up with some camouflage, the eye's not going to pick it up as fast, okay? And then, uh, then if you, you also, you know... Uh, stick bushes in and stuff like that, fresh bushes, that breaks up the shape. So anything that will break up the shape and and then, you know, sit back in shadows of stuff like trees and bushes. Sit back in the shadows. Don't don't be out in the, the front. So, you know, just, just be aware of uh, if you can be seen and the shapes of things that are obvious. Don't have shiny things that, that right. uh, will attract attention. I mean, it's, it's like if you see war footage of the Ukrainian army, you can see why they get whacked so easy. They put these big blue and yellow and orange, uh, like armbands and stripes on. I mean, they're just attracting enemy observation. Okay. Right. And they're doing that because they're not trained. So, so that, that like everybody in the, this platoon will have an orange armband and that's so they know what platoon they're in. That's due to lack of training. And, and what it does is it gets people killed faster, okay? You don't want things that attract attention, okay, like that. So, um, Well, the, the and, other and aspect is, from, oh, we'll have to talk about this later. The other aspect is, you know, now we have things like drones, thermal imaging, night vision. That's a whole other subject. You know, again, that this is just a kind of a, just a real basic level, you know, that, that's a more advanced concealment well, yeah. camouflage class, well, but but you know a lot well, of the keep in mind if everything falls apart, drones over there, <laughs> right? If everything falls apart, the you know it's vision, it's visual uh, rules that you have to worry about. Just worry about people's eyeballs first, uh, right. and then 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 you improve upon that by well, what if they have binoculars? What if they have night vision? What if they have thermal? What if they have this? You know, there's nothing wrong with the what if game. Uh, when, when I was a uh, when I first went into the police department in Tampa, Florida, back in the '80s, uh, they encouraged us to play the what if game. Just everything you do all day long. What if this happened right now? What if this happened? And, and you play the what if game so that you can think it through before that 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 event ever takes place. In the army, we would call them uh, quick reaction drills. Okay, where you, mm-hmm. you, you just you know this is likely to happen. So what are you going to do if this happens? So uh, keep in mind with camouflage, too, that it's not just about when you're at rest. Of course, when you're at rest, you don't want to rest places where people can see you, okay? And and then think also about movement. Don't move across open fields. If there's a tree line, take the tree line. Get in the tree, tree line and get in the dark of the trees so that people outside can't uh, see in uh, and, 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 and see where you're going ridge. and stuff. No, never walk in a ridge. Uh, just, you know, don't highlight yourself or anything. Uh, you know, uh, uh, just stay out of, stay out of sight as, as much as you can. Uh, and it, 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 you know, one of the things that the Apaches did, uh, uh, back, uh, during the, the, uh, the, 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 
the Indian Wars times and stuff is like like in my terrain you you, you have like you have canyon country and mountains and stuff and then you have little stands of juniper here and there and then well, along arroyos or stream beds you might have some cottonwoods and some forests and stuff well the Indians would not sleep in the uh, uh, take a break at night in like next to a stream or a nice like a nice grove of trees or something because well the enemy is going to see that and say, hey, that's where I would spend the night. So what they do is you look out across the landscape, and there's little clumps of juniper just here and there everywhere, hundreds of them, okay? And they don't look like good places to sleep at all. Well, that's where the Apache would sleep at. They would get under those branches and sleep out there because they'd know that nobody's going to be looking for them out there because there's, right. there's a thousand places that look like that. They're going to look along the stream bed where there's like a nice grove of trees and it looks like a wonderful place to take a rest. Right. That's the place they would not go to. Right. So. Well, the, the other thing too is they knew people were chasing them. So they would also put as many miles between the yes. pursuer and themselves. And they had, you know, different ways of trying to cover their tracks up and, but they, that's a huge, huge thing, too. If you know you're being tracked, you definitely want to put as much distance as you can between them and you. Oh, yes. Obviously. Yes, exactly. So, anyways, right. you know, I know, so, you know, not everybody's going to be out in the woods when, when things go on. And, you know, a lot of people are going to be staying at home because, I mean, obviously our home is right now our safest place for us. But the reality is we don't live in hardened houses that can withstand attack. And, the best way, in my opinion, that you're going to be able to defend your home is if you work with your neighbors, your immediate neighbors, and you set up a perimeter and a defense, especially if you could set up a little community block type thing. In my opinion, that's the only way you're going to be well, able to withstand an yes, attack even, on your house. Even even better than that. Okay, so so let's think about this logically. What 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 In the military, what we do is... We try to find, fix, and destroy the enemy. So first thing you do is got to find them. Then fixing them means you take them under fire and get them to stay in one spot, and then you destroy them in that spot, okay? So if you're in a place already, after everything falls apart, people are going to come to you. You're in a building, in a house. They're going to come to that house. That's going to attract their attention, okay? So... Uh, if you're going to try to stay in, in, in a house, you need a community because you're going to need guard duty. You're going to have to see that they're coming before they come. Okay. Uh, and, and I, ideally you, you go out to where you, uh, some point where you can have a good view of the entire area. Okay. And you put observation points. So, and this is, this is kind of far away from where you are. Not, not terribly far. I mean, you gotta be able to run back to where, where your house is, but, you know, out where, where, where you can see what things are coming and uh, put an observation point. Cause you're gonna need, if you're gonna stay in one place, you need to have a uh, forewarning that people are coming. Uh, because yeah. you're not gonna be able to defend from inside your house. Bullets go through houses. Bullets go through cement block. Bullets go right. through, uh, uh, you know, walls are very easy and stuff. So uh, trailers and cars, they don't provide cover. Uh, the only part of a car that provides cover is if you get behind the engine block. Uh, right. The car itself, uh, bullets just sail right through them. Right. Um, you know, so so you, you have to you have to consider that. And then in the area where you live, 
what you need to do to to find out, like, oh, can I get behind this tree or that tree? You need to go out and shoot different trees, and, and I would shoot it with like a three hundred eight, a uh, seven point six two, because that's pretty standard NATO. And uh, you see, see if a seven six point two, a seven point six two will penetrate uh, what kind of tree. So, so where I live, a pinion will stop a bullet pretty good, but uh, a juniper will not. It'll sell right through a juniper. So different, tree, you know, different trees have have different stopping power and stuff. So you need to figure that out for your area. Uh, generally, hardwoods like cottonwoods, oaks, stuff like that, they provide uh, uh, they they'll stop bullets better than than a, than a softwood like a pine or something or a juniper will stop. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, thickness plays use, a part too. But I mean, oh yeah, yeah, you'd probably thickness, be surprised uh, how how, how much these bullets will penetrate. You know. Oh yeah, so. yeah, they get quite a bit of stuff. You know, what I do is I just put a target behind the tree and then I shoot it and see if it goes through and hits the target on the other side, you know. Right. So, uh, and they pay attention to, like you said, the thickness and the type of tree. That way when you jump behind a tree, you can jump behind the right tree. Okay, they're right. going to give you some cover. So, and you do know your neighbors, yeah, definitely try to, you know, approach these conversations very carefully. You don't want to freak them out necessarily, but you probably want to try to yeah. measure this up and see if this is a possibility. Because if you if you live in an undefendable location, an undefendable house, then it might be better off to just go on an extended camping trip for a couple of weeks. Because if things really pop off, in my opinion, the fuel stops, the food stops, etc. I mean, you got three, four days, and and it's chaos. And you, you know, if you can last a couple of weeks. I mean, there's a good chunk of people that won't be around, in my opinion. I don't well, know. We'll uh, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I actually talked to uh, uh, a Walmart manager, and I didn't talk to just one. I talked to many, and I talked to other to big box stores and stuff. And your average uh, Walmart uh, super center, grocery store uh, type thing, uh, all that food is, is turned over in 48 hours. So right. if, if you don't have any food coming in, all, all of it's gone in 48 hours under normal conditions. We're not right. talking about the people running down there looting it. We're talking under normal day-to-day operations. It only lasts 48 hours. Right. So you, you can count on it uh, lasting less than that. If you live right. in a city, I, I talked to, I had a, a good conversation with an OG in Laenne. You know, you know what an OG is. It's a, it's a, it's an original gangster. They're the right. older guys that are up, up the chain of command and stuff. So I had, I had a good conversation uh, with several of them and stuff. And and their intentions, they they have plans for if everything falls apart too. Uh, they've already staked out what their turf is going to be. And the first thing they're going to do is take take control of those big box stores, grocery stores, drug stores, and all that, and uh, gain control of that because. That's how they're going to control the people in their area. They're going to right. tr- they're going to control it because they're going to have all the stuff. Okay. So, uh, and, and interesting. I I asked them. I said, "Well, you know, are you going going to go out in the countryside and stuff like that?" And and they've thought this through. They're they're not just watching Mad Max. You know, they're 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 thinking this through. And they said, "Well, you know, it's like when we go out in the countryside." Uh, you know, first of all, there might not be any fuel. 
to get out there. And second of all, when we go out there, we're exposing ourselves. You know, we don't have the gang here to protect us, so we're exposing ourselves to, to getting hurt uh, by going out there and trying to raid out in the countryside and stuff. So, um, so uh, say, say that all the fuel shut down and stuff like that. Uh, uh, after, say, a week or so, people, the only way they're going to get around is by walking. Okay. Uh, right. So, so if you live three days away from a big city, uh, odds are not many people are going to come out there to do it because they have to. Well, it depends on the area too. Like where I live, between me and the city is nothing. So it's 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 easy a three day walk, and there's nothing in between, not even a stream or nothing. So so the, people aren't going to really make it. It's not worth their trouble come out there to, to, to where I live, okay, in order to, to do looting and stuff. But back east where, you know, there's a farm next to a farm and a house next to a house, it's a different story because, well, everything is within walking distance and, and you can be raided and stuff a lot easier. So the thicker the population, the more and more you're going to need to have allies and friends to have your back, okay? So... Yeah, you have to consider all that. Uh, out in the, the West, where population is sparse and stuff, oh, you can disappear into the wilderness, and and and, and maybe nobody nobody will even run, you, maybe you'll never run across anybody. You know, uh, uh, you know Stonewall Jackson in the Civil War, his dad didn't want to fool with the war, so he just went up in the mountains in Virginia, and he was in a little shack up there. And he went through the entire Civil War, and he never heard a gunshot through the whole five years of war. Okay, so, uh, (laughs) yes. So so that was... Hey, Mitchell, I think we got a a break coming up real quick. Um, Okay. Yeah. Was that what I was hearing, Mike? Yeah, hang tight. We'll be right back, guys. Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your jiggling juice, we used to say, yeah, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising 
and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. We are here with Mitchell Henderson, who's got a show on rents every Monday night. And he's been talking about some of these topics, too, on his show. And check him out. Mitchell. Uh, oh, yeah, we got a caller real quick. Sorry. Um, Ed in okay. Chicago. Ed, how you doing? You got any thoughts? Hello. Hey. You got me, right? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? You got any thoughts yeah. on the no, conversation remember tonight? I called in last week. I was on the road. uh Moving my daughter out of Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, I remember. And we made yeah, it. Let's again. And she's in Texas now. Cool. And she's liking it? She's loving it, and we're loving it, and she's out of that cesspool. And uh, Mitchell, uh, 28 years in the Army, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Can you hear me? 14 and... Yeah, I did 14 in the infantry, uh, enlisted, then got commissioned in Armored Cavalry and spent 14 years in Armored Cavalry. Armored Cav? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I'm I'm what you call a, a West Point dropout. I did two years, and I ended up, uh, my last summer, I went, I was at Armored Cav, second or third in uh, Alp- uh, Fort Bliss. For, uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, but uh, uh, in an airborne school, so that was cool. But I, I couldn't. I wanted to go to Ranger School, but you know, I wasn't selected. You know, but anyway, uh, I, I just wanted to give you an update, uh, Travis. I love your show. I love what you're doing, and uh, I might be a regular caller, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I really appreciate your never quit mentality that's what it's all about isn't it 
Yes, it is. End of the day, man. I don't, you I don't think we should give up. Yeah. Not this easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, and, you know, it, it, you're talking about uh, getting out there in the bush and, you know, I guess you got to, at some point, be ready to give everything up to survive and get out. You know, when, you know. Okay, I got to abandon this because you know everything. Leave, uh, it, which is uh, tough. It it's possible, and Mitch and I were talking about that off air. If it gets down to a situation where you do live in an undefendable house, you might, like I said, have to get out and find some place else to migrate to or come back later when it looks better. I don't know. But right. yeah, I've, I've often well, wondered about whether to stay million, in or stay out. Go ahead. Well, if you got millions of hungry people, I mean, uh, uh, this is what I was talking about. Find, find, fix, and destroy. That's, that's, that's what people are going to do. They want to find you. Well, if you're in one place, you can be found. And if you are in place, they can seize you, that's fixing you, and then they can destroy you. So uh, if you're out in the bush in the middle of nowhere, well, first of all, uh, they have to find you, and that's not going to be easy. Then once they find you, they have to fix you and destroy you. So uh, you, you stand better chances. You have more maneuverability out in the bush. You stand better chances of not being found and not being fixed, and therefore not being destroyed. So. Right, but right. you got to live off. You got to live. Got to live off right. the land, I guess. Right. You got to have hey your guys. life first. Right. Hang tight. Hey, stay with us real quick. Uh, got a quick break here. Hang tight. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.